Welcome to the CEO and Overflow podcast. My name is Emily Haas, and this week, a little bit of a shit show because I basically did this amazing live. It was 47 minutes, ton of energy. Um, if you do lives, you know what I'm talking about. And I literally talked about why should you care about learning how to launch and talked about everything I'm going to be going over in my masterclass that I'm hosting this Tuesday on December 21st, the do's and don'ts of launching masterclass. And when you register, you get the recording, my launch checklist. So everything you need ready to go, like before your launch, you can just like look that thing over. I know you guys, you're so step-by-step. You like are a nerd when it comes to that stuff and checklists are your favorite thing. So I wanted to make it all in one. And then if you tune in live, you also get my launch content calendar. So that's going to be at 2 p.m. EST. I'm on the East Coast visiting my family. So that's how I'm remembering it. And yeah, the sad part about this episode, it was super valuable. You're still going to get a ton of value on how to excite your audience about your offer during your launch. Also, how to give them a preview of your freebie so that you get more leads going towards your offer. Um, but they are getting your freebie or your low ticket masterclass and are like, oh, this is kind of like the Netflix preview of her coaching. So let me hop on that because I got so much value out of this. So you're still going to be able to take notes, get a ton out of this live stream audio that I stripped, but it did cut off the sound at 22 minutes and 36 seconds. So I apologize in advance, and um, yeah, you're still going to enjoy the episode. If I can do a part two to finish it, I totally will, um, but yeah, I would just honestly register for the masterclass because you're going to get everything, but if you're wondering kind of my style of coaching or what it's going to be like, this live stream is definitely going to give you a preview of that. So pull out your notebook, grab a cup of coffee, do whatever you got to do, and um, enjoy the episode. Hello, hello. So excited for this live. I have so many notes, so many things I want to talk about. And this is for you if you are confused about launching. You're like, Em, I think I'm doing it. Not sure if I need it. What is launching? What am I going to get out of it by knowing launching? So I'm going to answer all of that. And then I'm also going to get into my masterclass that I'm hosting on the 21st everything that's included, what I'm going to be going over and to just make sure you're hundred percent aligned. You're hundred percent clear on whether or not you want to do a launch. Launching is for you. What the hell is it? And if you want to hop inside my do's and don'ts of launching masterclass. So this is going to be called, what are you going to get from launching? to fuck i can't do this simultaneously to get from launching and my free masterclass okay so do 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 so this is actually a paid masterclass this is a free live i'm doing Um, but yeah, so let's get into launching first and foremost. So I know that right now it's the holidays, right? You are so focused on just spending time with friends, 
family, you're like, um, I don't even want to think about a launch. I don't want to think about selling. I don't want to have to think about doing business stuff until the new year. Like get back to me then, right? Because you want to slow down. You want to just rethink things, maybe take a step back. So I use this analogy and I want you to really think about it when it comes to taking a step back this time of year. I personally am slowing down before I get into the analogy. I'm personally slowing down. I'm going and visiting my family. I'm going to Paris for New Year's Eve. And I know that I'm going to take that time, like I'm leaving tomorrow, and I'm gonna take that time to spend quality time with them. But in my business, I am only turning things up. Like this time of year, especially when people are kind of confused about what 2022 is gonna bring them, they're still trying to reflect on what worked and what didn't from this past year. Like that is the time to really get clear on next steps in your business and what you wanna bring into the new year and maybe what you wanna leave behind in 2021. So if anything, it's like to me, business, I don't need to take a step back in order to get clarity. If anything, I get more clarity out of taking action, but then having intentional time during my day and during my weeks to take that step back and reflect. But that doesn't mean business is slowing down. That doesn't mean that I'm not talking about my offers, that I'm not owning in my content, what I'm doing, what I'm creating, and all of the things. So I would really just encourage you to think about if you were at a job right now, and maybe some of you are, you're at a nine to five, you are growing your coaching business, or you were in a corporate job, you were in a nine to five beforehand, can you imagine if all of a sudden, like you were kind of confused as to like what you wanted to do in your corporate job in 2022? Can you imagine if you walked into your boss's office and were like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna take a step back, kind of revisit this entire job and what I wanna do, and then touch base with you when I'm ready, right? Like your boss would be like, okay, well, there's the door because uh, yeah, you don't have a job anymore, right? Because he would expect you or she would expect you to continue on and continue doing your job while having that time to talk things out with him or her or to keep doing your job and what you signed up for. And I look at my business as the same. Like I signed up for this. This is something that I'm intentionally creating and growing every single day, regardless of what time of year it is. And I know that by implementing launching, teaching you launching, that you're gonna be able to have one system one process that you continue to use, regardless if you're launching a group program, you're relaunching your one-on-one, -on -one, you are launching a course for the first time. So I wanna get into that, but I also just want you to think about if you've been contemplating taking a step back in your business, it's not that you can't be present with your friends and family. It's not that you can't even put energy towards the holidays. I am all about Christmas, hello the tree, but also like literally I've been blasting Christmas music whenever I can. I absolutely love it. And this time of year, like I said, I'm personally slowing down, but in my business, if anything, I've just turned things up as far as like me getting ready for 2022, getting my clients ready and making sure that they're walking into the new year so fucking clear on what they're going to create, who they're going to call in as clients, if that needs to shift anything that they get to change, rearrange, or add to or improve into the new year, that's what we've been working on. And so that is just something to think about. If you are on the fence about anything, right? If you're on the fence about joining this masterclass, if you are on the fence about making a next investment, or you're not sure where you should be putting your energy right now, 
that those are my thoughts for you like let's actually think about that and if this wasn't your business and you were to do that in your nine to five how would that go like yes you get pto yes you get time off but if at any point during the year or even before the holidays i know when i was in fashion if anything this time of year we were revving things up because we had to worry about fall and we had to worry about summer and in fashion you're always like multiple seasons ahead i know that if i said that and was like yeah i'm just trying to rethink like why i'm here and what i'm doing and like just stopped working altogether, i would have not had a job so that's just something to think about when you're like choosing between slowing down where to put your energy and if now is the time to honestly do that so that is my first point i literally made a scroll here because i have so much to say it's like a christmas list okay so here is what you will get out of launching so let's say you've never launched anything before you are at the beginning stages of your business you are thinking about launching your one-on-one -on -one, right that is always your first offer or i in my personal opinion it should be because you learn so much from your one-on-one -on -one coaching to then go on and create badass courses badass group programs masterminds all of these things after that where you're going to be selling it at scale so why should you care about launching and what does that look like so with one-on-one -on -one and launching your one-on-one -on -one coaching what i have done what is up? What I have done is when I relaunched even my business one-on-one -on -one coaching, that is totally different than me launching a group program. Now, if I were at the beginning stages of my business, what I would have spent more time on, and this is what I advise my clients and literally implementing this strategy, my client, Jenny, who was trying to fill up her one-on-one, -on -one, she literally doubled her income the first month of just doing what I'm about to say. So she didn't have a formal launch. Like she didn't have something where she was talking about it for five weeks on end. She was burning herself out with a webinar. She was like doing all these crazy things that I feel like there's just misconceptions around like what you honestly have to do to have a profitable launch. She wasn't doing any of that. Here's what she did. On the front end, she was growing her audience to a more targeted, high level, super committed woman in her 30s who was looking to lose weight, who was a busy mom, juggling all the things. So all of her content was very specific to that woman. She was also consistently engaging with women that started to follow her. She would follow them back. She'd get in the DMs. She'd offer them free customized value just through a series of voice notes some customized videos she sometimes would send over that were just like three or four minute loom videos. And then she'd book calls from them, right? While she was consistently showing up and posting content. Now, this launch probably lasted a total of three weeks. She gave away customized loom videos to her audience and she was having so much fun doing it. She loved doing it. I mean, she was boxering me every day. So like I know personally, she was having a really good time. Now on the back end, she was also filling up those spots by following up with past leads, past clients, anyone that's ever expressed interest in working with her that literally maybe got on a discovery call and it didn't move forward and it was months ago. She was following up with all those people. She was literally just setting up a connection call. The intention is literally just to connect, not to sell, catching up with them, seeing how everything was going with their fitness, and then basically finding a gap 
is there a gap between where this woman is and where she wants to go with her health and fitness? And Jenny knew that her program could fill that. So what did Jen do? She literally booked a sales call with them. She's like, cool. Well, based on everything you shared, like, I'd love to see how I could support you with this. Would you be open to having that conversation? Yes. Awesome. Let's book in a time to chat. She literally doubled her income in the first month. She was building trust on the front end. She's building authority because before that she wasn't really that consistent with social media as far as like being intentional, knowing what to post. We figured out all of that. Like, what do you want to stand for in your content? What do you want to be an authority in? Consistently show up doing that. How are you going to show up on your stories? How are you going to gauge with people in the DMs that feels really authentic to you? And then on the back end, what she was doing was she was just basically tapping back into her network, people that already had trust with her, that already had a relationship with her, and she was making them an offer. Here's how I can support you. And so it was so easy for her to fill those spots. It was so easy for her to double her income like that. So she had only ever been making 7K. And by the time she checked in with me, she was past at that point 14K. And it wasn't even the end of the month yet. So she had so much success with that. And yeah, before she had been experiencing high and low months, she was like, that 7K month that I have, how do I repeat that? So now we have a repeatable process for Jenny to now bring back when she goes to relaunch one-on-one again. So a lot of people think that launching is just promoting a freebie, creating urgency, sending out all these emails. And yeah, there is a launch strategy that looks like that, but there's also a launch strategy where maybe you don't want to have this big production. Maybe you don't want to exhaust yourself. And I totally hear that. It's the time of year where you're like, um, I want something more condensed. I want something where, yes, I show up and I talk about it, but I'm also just like making sales every step of the way. And I'm not having to do all these crazy things like masterclasses and webinars. I don't have the energy to do that. I also don't have the time. I'm traveling. So what I love about my launch strategy, whether it's one-on-one or group, is that I make it customized to you. So that's one of the things I'm going over in the do's and don'ts of launching masterclass is how can I take everything that I believe in and what I have done to literally launch courses, masterminds, groups, one-on-ones, even membership offers, what did I do? And then how can we make it your own? So literally Jenny is a busy mom. I'm not a mom. She had less time than I did. She also like, just basically it made sense. She had already had a couple clients. She had already had people that have gotten great results. And now it's like, okay, like let's see where they're at. Like let's follow up with them. Let's touch base with them. Let's make them a no brainer offer for them to want to continue with you and re-sign with you again. So that would be a version of launching. Now, why does that matter? Why should you care? Why should you put energy into it? It's because now, like I said, Jenny can take this process and go with it and do it again. And maybe instead of giving away Loom videos, she now creates an ebook. So there's things that you can shift and change. There's things that you can rearrange when you go to have the same launch again. It's just about finding something that can be repeatable for you. Now she has a consistent follow-up process. She literally has kept track of every single person she had a connection call with, all the enrollment calls she had, and now she can look back and say, okay, how did I follow up with them? What did I say in the message? What felt really good to me when I went to go do that? So now that Jenny can go back and just repeat the process again, right? 
So let's say you don't have any clients. You hardly have anyone to follow up with or connect with and you're just launching one-on-one for the first time. So this was me. This was literally back in 2019. I had just pivoted from fitness coaching into business coaching and not all of my fitness coaching clients wanted to start a coaching business, right? So how did I launch my one-on-one and how did I fill up those spots? So what I prioritized, what's up Marta on the front end is what I prioritized was building trust, building authority with my audience because they didn't know me as a business coach. They only knew me as a fitness coach. And even if this was the first business I had ever created, I would have done the same process that I'm about to walk you through right now. What's up, Lon? I miss you. Um, So what I did first was I really focused on building trust with my audience and building that authority when it came to business coaching. So I needed to condition my audience of like, okay, this is what I stand for. This is how I built a successful fitness coaching business. This is what I think you should do to sign your first couple clients. So I became an authority with someone who wanted to create and get their business off the ground. I wasn't ready yet to teach somebody how to scale. I just wasn't. I was like, I'm confident that I can help you start and create your business, but I'm not 100% confident in helping you build out systems, hiring out, because yes, I had gotten to 20K months as a fitness coach, but I had kind of shitty systems. They were still very manual. They were still like a lot of me doing the work. And now in my business coaching business, that's not the case. I have 18 members, like things are pretty streamlined. I'm building out systems as I go. Like I've gotten into a rhythm and now I can, I can confidently teach somebody how to get to 60 K months. But at that point, I just was like, okay, what am I confident in? What am I sure in? So you need to figure out like, what is the end transformation that you know you can deliver to somebody with your one-on-one coaching? That's always the first thing like that we want to figure out is what is the end goal here? What do they want to create your ideal client? And what are you confident that you can deliver in? So from there, basically what I was doing is consistently posting that builds trust. I was getting on stories. I was giving away value where if you read one of my posts, you would have literally either bookmarked it, shared it, you would have saved it for later. Like it was almost like a mini course or ebook in itself, like literally just reading one of my posts because I was so detailed and I really wanted to come out of the gates like red hot. Like, yes, I love business coaching, love strategy. This is what I believe in. And so I just came out of the gates talking about what I knew, what I had created. And so it was a mix of educating my audience It was also a mix of inspiring my audience. It was a mix of telling my audience exactly what I believe in and what I think is bullshit when it comes to getting your coaching business off the ground. So that was on the front end. In my stories, I was more so documenting my life, showing my clients results, the couple clients that I had had, and I'm gonna get in a second how those clients came about, but I was showcasing what I was doing to grow my business, how I was booking so many sales calls, like whatever I was doing, I was documenting it in my stories. And I was also selling like crazy in my stories. So I'd always have call to actions. What's up, Christine? One of my superstars. Um, I was selling and I was documenting my stories. And then in my posts, again, I was building that trust because yes, I had trust as a fitness coach, but I was coming out of the gates now as this business coach. And it was like, Even though I pivoted, it was like I was starting a brand new business all over again. 
And so I had things called niche miss. I did that two years ago in December. That's where offer miss came from that I'm doing this month is it came from two years ago, me doing niche miss, just deciding, hey, people are needing help with their eye help statements. Let me just audit them for them. And I booked so many calls from that. Like literally people would be like, this was so helpful. Thank you so much. And literally then I invite them to a call and like, I don't need to do that now, right? Like it's just something I do for fun. But when I was really trying to fill up my one-on-one, I would invite people to a call after that. So I would just really think to yourself, rather than trying to have a formal launch when you are launching your first offer, how can we just focus on building trust with your audience, educating them, and like showcasing your authority to a lot of people at once. So that was the beauty of Nichemas is that I would do these audits. I would literally put a picture of someone's I help statement next to my head. So put like a picture inside of a video. I would get on stories and I would literally say what I would do differently about their I help statement. And then what I was doing was I was helping that person that could potentially book a call with me if they wanted to. Plus at once I was saying to my entire audience, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, this is why, right? This is how, and I'm showing my authority. It's not about trying to prove something. It's not about trying to win people over. I don't want you to think that. It's more so about doing something you're gonna have fun with. Like I have clients that do macro audits. I have clients that do workout audits. I have clients that do grocery list audits. Anything you already love doing for yourself, for yeah, anyone, even that you've helped for free, especially if this is your first offer you're launching, I just say, let's build authority and trust. Let's educate your audience, but also like, how can we have fun while you're doing it? Um, because that's when it, what's gonna keep you consistently doing it. So that would be more so my stories. And then at the end, I'd always have a call to action. So if you want your I help statement audited by me, answer this poll. You know, yes, I want it. Yes, but keep it anonymous. And then any other time in my stories, I was talking about my one-on-one -on -one coaching. This is for you if. This is the end transformation. Can you imagine if you know you were to walk into your business knowing exactly how to sell, knowing exactly how to transition conversations in the DMs, knowing how to consistently book sales calls, or like, yeah, just know how to like sell your offer, but also how to talk about it, what's included. Like I listed off everything I could possibly teach somebody with one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I also talked about what their life and how their life would be easier after they learn these things. And I think sometimes with launching, a lot of mistakes that I see people do is they talk way too much about all the calls that are included and all the modules that you get. I hate to tell you, they're not buying because of how many minutes your coaching calls are. They're not buying because of what your back end looks like and the fact that it looks like it should be in a magazine. They're buying because they want to work with you and they want to be in your energy. They also want the end result, right? They want what you have. You're the glorified version of your ideal client. So when you are selling, talk more about the transformation than the transaction, is what I like to say. The transactional shit is all the logistics. This is how many calls you get. This is what's included. Like, yes, you wanna mention that, especially as it gets closer to the end of the launch, but in the very beginning, when you're first talking about it, when you're letting people enroll early, when you're making pre-sales, you wanna describe the end transformation, what they're gonna feel like, what their life on a day-to-day -day basis is going to look like, and how it's gonna be so different than how things are right now. 
So that's more so the beginning of the launch. And then obviously we got to show some kind of preview of your one-on-one coaching. So this is where my clients, like I said, will give away free loom videos. They'll give away an ebook, something that like you're going to be into when you promote it. That's the most important thing. Cause if you're not into it, it's not going to go well. Right? So if you're kind of just doing it cause you think it's going to sell or you think it's going to work, or you're going to get a lot of leads from it. Now this can be paid. This can be a low ticket masterclass something like that. But with one-on-one, you want to kind of choose something that is more of a one-to-one experience. If you try to launch a masterclass before you have a huge audience, probably not going to get a lot of people to sign up one. And also it's like with masterclasses, if 10, 15, 20 people are on the masterclass and you're only looking to fill four or five spots, it's like those people either have to now get on a wait list or you're going to have to like book calls with them months in advance or months out just to like remember to follow up with them, check back in with them, see if they need more support. So it's going to be more valuable for you in the end to save masterclasses, webinars, challenges, things like that for offers and launches where it involves a course, a group program, a mastermind where you're selling it at scale. You're trying to get more people into the program. With one-on-one launches, you want to make the freebie, the low ticket opt-in that you promote, something that is more customized, that's more one-to-one that you're going to be into. Like I said, you're excited about it, but you can also give it away. Um, And it's going to give people a taste. I like to call it a Netflix preview of your coach. So like I said, guys, this was a really good live stream. And again, I am sorry about the audio, but like I said, it would be best to probably just sign up for the masterclass. So if you haven't already done that, the link is in the show notes. You can also message me on Instagram. The link to my Instagram is in there if you have any more questions. And I'm making it super affordable. So I could totally just have done a paid in full option, but I also included a payment plan because I know we're doing last minute Christmas shopping. You're probably just like basically blowing your bank account on Amazon, just trying to get last minute gifts and things like that. So I want to make this as doable as possible for you. So click the link to sign up, get your launch checklist, get everything you need. Let's slay your launch. Let's sell out your next launch. And yeah, super excited for you. So click that link and I will see you on the masterclass.